Good afternoon, my conscious co-creators. Welcome to another edition of the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. I am very, very pleased that you are all here with me today. Oh, we've got uh, a wonderful show in store for you uh, with a returning guest, actually someone who I had on the show many years ago, um, and it's been uh, quite a while. Uh, so hopefully she'll be joining us soon. Hasn't joined the, the Zoom call yet, but she will be with us. I have every faith. Um, hope you all are doing well. I don't know if you had a chance to catch um, this limited run show that we're doing on the network to support um, a nonprofit called the Glass House Festival. It's a um, it's a festival to highlight poets and artists in rural areas and small areas across India and Europe and all across the globe. And uh, we did their premiere yesterday on Wednesday at 12 noon. It was quite an interesting show. I uh, really listened in some of the stories, which is fascinating. And, um, uh, and uh, it's going to be running also not just this week, but for the next uh, four weeks, for the next uh, three more shows uh, before the festival begins. So I hope you have a chance to catch that as well on Thursdays at 12 noon, either here on talkradio.nyc or on our Facebook page at facebook.com slash talkradio.nyc. All right, so let's get started. We have, of course, our quotes of the day, of course. How could we not have our quotes of the day? From the universe and from Abraham to kick off the show and help us get started. Uh, so let's uh, get going. First, from the universe. There are those who absolutely think all the right thoughts, yet if they're not doing all they can with all they've got, with what they've got, from where they are, then you can just guess what else they're probably thinking. And those other thoughts are busy at work, too. You are my sunshine, the universe. Ah, we love our quotes from Mike Dooley in the universe. Uh, kind of, uh, I guess, reminding us that it uh, takes a little bit more than just thinking the thoughts. Um, you know, uh, the universe, you know, uh, talks a lot to us about the importance of our focus, of our thoughts, of, of, of you know, what we're doing. And still there is action that needs to be taken. If we want to bring our dreams, our hopes, our desires into reality, then we've got to do more than just think. We've got to actually take action. Now, the thing about focusing on our dreams and thinking about it and visualizing it, all very, very important because it lines up our energy with that very thing that we're looking to create. However, if there is action that we need to be taking, if there's something that we need to be doing, then without that component, we're missing a huge, huge piece. So it's, it's not like we can just sit back and meditate all day long and visualize and not put ourselves out there and not go out and take action, talk to people, uh, 
create relationships, just do all the things we need to do to really create uh, what we need to create on our end. The universe will work with us. And when we're lined up, that action, we, we actually don't need, the, the action becomes much more easy. It, it, it's like all this lining up of our energy. It's the grease on the wheels that uh, makes taking the action so much smoother and so much easier. But we still need to take the action. We still need to do the things. You want a better job, you've got to go out and interview. You want to improve your business, you've got to go out and, and work on more sales producing activities. You want to write a book, you got to sit down and write. You can't just think about it. It's not going to write itself. So this, this quote from the universe is there to remind us that, you know, if we're not doing all we can, what happens for our dreams? If we're not doing all we can, then things aren't happening around us. And then we start thinking, why aren't things happening around us? And all of a sudden the doubt creeps in. And all of a sudden we start thinking that, um, we start thinking that, we, you know, things aren't going to manifest for us, that things aren't working for us. So, you know, it's important to do the work, but it's also important to take the action. Um, we can't just do the the meditation we can't just you know sit back and just think all the time we also have to actually get into gear all right a great quote from the universe let's see what abraham has in store for us today it is so powerful when someone gets an idea and is able to hold it purely enough that an entire movement or corporation will follow behind it because the movement of that energy benefits everyone. Abraham. Ah, now you see, uh, this uh, 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 quote is, is very much, in a way, kind of in a, an alignment, but it's also a kind of adding something to the first quote from the universe that, you know, when we can have a, a dream and we have a desire and we have this vision of creating something and and we connect to it and and, and we um hold on to it and we uh allow it to really imbue all of the action in our lives then it can attract other people then as we're going out there and taking action, as the, we, uh, Mike Dooley talked about in the first quote, as the universe talked about in the first quote, um, we, we then can uh, uh, we then can do, uh, attract other people to it. Then, the energy and the effort that we're putting forward. Now, it's not just our own effort. It's not just our own energy, but now it's creating a movement. We're attracting other people because that desire, that dream is so strong, that vision of what we want to create and how we want to do it, um, it becomes so powerful that not only do our own efforts uh, 
have an effect, but now it starts to attract other people and bring other people along for the ride. So uh, it, it, it's really um, something that when we really get it, we can leverage sort of the energy of the universe to help us, to support us, to bring the right people to us. Again, in alignment with the first quote, we still have to do the work, take the action. We still have to go out there and let people know. But when we're, we're in alignment, when we've lined up our energy, when that vision and that passion is just so strong within us, it cannot help but attract other people who are in alignment with that vision, with what it is that's calling us forward, with what it is in life that's pulling us forward. And actually, Sanaya on the uh, Facebook Live and, and Patty Loyal listeners both with us, Sanaya says, I think through the actions, the universe will confirm your alignment. Yes, exactly, Sanaya. It's sort of like the more action we take, the more in alignment we are with it, then the universe responds by bringing other people to us, by bringing opportunities to us, by bringing uh, uh, just amazing situations to us because we're not only in alignment, our energy is not only in alignment with what it is we want to create, but our uh, actions become in alignment with it as well. So, two wonderful, amazing quotes from the universe and from Abraham. I hope you enjoyed them. I certainly did. And uh, I think actually they're rather apropos quotes for our guest today. And it is my pleasure to introduce to you uh, a clairvoyant empath and channel, Minka Kara. Minka was born a channel and is unique being called a psychic's psychic. Minka has the gifts of clairsentience, uh, clairaudience, clairvoyance, and is an empath. Minka connects into the heart and soul of a person or situation. She tells it like it is, no sugarcoating, not for the faint of heart. Minka has the ability to help you realize your highest potential, break cycles, and live the life you want. She specializes in relationships and life path transformation coaching. Minka has been sharing her gifts professionally for over 20 years, and it is my pleasure to welcome her back to the Conscious Consultant Hour. How are you doing today, Minka? Good. How are you? Can you hear me? Uh, yep, I can hear you. I can hear you. Wonderful. Well, thank you How for... Are you doing? I'm doing wonderful. I'm doing wonderful. It's uh, uh, really been uh, quite an interesting time here uh, at the station and, and in, in life in general being in the heart of, of New York City and in the, the middle of it all. Um, yes, I can imagine. But, uh, you know, I, I, am, I am very blessed that things have been working out quite well for me. And, uh, uh, and I'm just continuing to try and uh, provide, you know, amazing people like yourselves to inspire and uplift our audience from around the globe to really understand how um, we really can, especially in these trying times, uh, find way, we can find ways to get the life itself to really support us and help us in, in what we're working on. So, um, 
Minka, I, I, I just, uh, for our audience who's not familiar with you, just briefly, uh, I, I just want to ask you a little bit about your abilities and your talents being, uh, uh, you know, clairvoyant, clairsentient, clairaudient. I mean, you see, you feel, you hear uh, sort of the, the, the energies of the spirits on the other side. Is this something that you had always had throughout your life? Is this something that developed a little bit later in life? How did it come about? How did it manifest for you initially? I was, I was born this way. Um, I always, I mean, I, you could say that um, I was an empath, but I was, from very young, I think I was a um, clairsentient, so I could feel everything that was going on around me in my environment, in my home. So I had to learn to discern what was mine, what was someone else, especially like I could feel my mother a lot. I was um, actually hit by lightning at three years old. Oh, really? Um, wow. Yes. So, you know, and then as I, as I started to grow um, and become a teenager, I was young, but by the time I was 14, my, my first experience with a psychic, I was six years old, actually. I, I, there was a street fair by where, where I grew up, and I made my dad take me into this little house, like a schoolhouse. And there was a psychic in there, and she and that was my first reading at six years old. Wow. And after that, uh, like by the time I was fourteen, I was already studying astrology, and then by fifteen, I was learning how to meditate, and kind of it went from there. And then by uh, at nineteen, I became a Reiki master, and then a massage therapist to do healing work. So that's it. Just kind of it. It, it just happened. It was like. I wanted to do acting, but, but, you know, the spirit was like, no, you're going in this direction. This is where, this is where you're being led. And I'm grateful because of everything that's happening now in Hollywood. I mean, it's another form of expression, but it wasn't always, it wasn't about fame for me. It was just about it having that expression. But I, I feel um, really blessed that I get to help people on an everyday basis, find their passion, find their life to help them come from one place to the next. You know, especially especially today, where we we're in this moment in time, it's so important to connect within yourself and connect into nature and just try and find as much peace as you can. Yeah, ab absolutely. I, I one hundred <coughs> excuse me, one hundred percent agree. Um, and being somebody who has not been able to uh, uh, get out into nature and being really uh, quarantined within the city. My, my escape and my refuge is Central Park and Riverside Park. Yeah. That's nature, though. Yes, it is. It is. Um, and and I, I'm very, very grateful for living very close to the park. And my wife and I, every night that we can, we get out and go for a walk for an hour or two in Central Park. And it's so funny how when we first started to do it, in April, it was kind of cold and damp still. We'd see very few people in the park. But now when we go out just last night, oh, my God, there were so many people in the park at 10 o'clock at night, 1030 at night. There was tons of bikers, tons of people walking around, sitting around, little groups of people here and there. Um, so I think uh, everybody in the city is gravitating towards the park. All right, Mika, we're going to take a quick break. And when we come okay. back... Um, let's, let's, um, I want to just, uh, talk a little bit about, you know, what is like awaken the voice within, you know, that's sure. your, your, your new site and, and kind of where that kind of came about 
and then we'll get into sort of what spirit has to say today about what we can do to um, feel better, how to get through this challenging time uh, in the most supported way, okay? Okay. All right. Wonderful. So everybody, please stay tuned. You're listening to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. We do this every Thursday, 12 noon to 1 p.m. Eastern Time right here on talkradio.nyc and on Facebook Live all over the place. So stay tuned. Don't go away. We'll be right back after this. And uh, welcome back to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. We do this every Thursday, 12 noon to 1 p.m. Eastern Time, right here on talkradio.nyc. My guest this hour is Minka, a clairvoyant, an empath. Um, uh, so, Minka, uh, um, you uh, now uh, have a new site, which is one of the reasons why I invited you back on, called Awaken the Voice Within. Uh, what yeah. is Awakening the Voice Within all about? Awakening the Voice Within is all about uh, gaining consciousness, becoming conscious, whether you want to get a reading. Um, I'm going to start uploading videos to do um, off of free meditation. And you could take classes. I have a lot of free classes on there, uh, intuitive classes. And that's kind of what it's about. Awakening the Voice Within is awakening within yourself, awakening to your own consciousness, mm -hmm. connecting to universe source god um that's what how it's created i see i so, see so there's courses on there there's you could get a reading and and, uh, and since you've been in this world for so much of your life i'm just curious have you seen a difference in terms of the people coming to you like kind of where they're at or do people still come to you today with sort of the same issues same challenges that they came to you 10 years ago 15 years ago i see a lot more people are a lot awake awakening right now there's, mm -hmm. a, there's a lot more of awakening but then there's still people who come to them with the same problems a lot of them with relationships and yeah so it's, it's important that my my goal and one thing that i you know to help is to break you know the patterns of your life. That's really important because a lot of times people continue to do the same thing. So it's like you're, you're banging your head into a wall. Right. If you're going to keep doing the same thing, then you're going to keep creating the same things in your life. So it's important to pinpoint what is exactly holding you back and work on that. A lot of times people, want to, people are more curious about the other person than they are about working mm. on themselves. So it's important to really first look within yourself make the changes within yourself so that you can have healthier and happier relationships and also be happy and healthier within yourself. Mm. And that's something that is a continuous thing to work on. Right. Absolutely. Right. Like a friend of mine says, it's the never ending PhD of our lives. <laughs> you <Yes. know? laughs> and, and, and it's kind yeah. of like, you know, if you wonder why you keep attracting the same kind of partner, the same uh, kind of lover, 
and and you know you're always looking at the other person and they're this and they're that and you're not looking at yourself and what it is about yourself that's actually bringing that kind of person to you or what's attracting you to that kind of person you know i i always say there's always one common element among all those different relationships and that's you <laughs> so yeah. it's kind of like you know we forget that like we're the ones sometimes we forget that we're the ones who are actually attracted to these people bringing these people into our lives so you know we're the ones who need to work on ourselves so that either we don't attract or we're not attracted to those kinds of people exactly exactly and and, and it's, it's a subconscious thing so the more you you tune in and tap into yourself the more you're going to realize wait a minute this is not what i'm looking for and there's red flags people have to understand to look at signs mm. you know intuition is not you know it's not always this loud boisterous voice it's right. very subtle it's a whisper you know everyone has the ability to feel to feel that in their life it's whether or not they want to check in and listen to that voice right you know sometimes you know something can look different you know someone has a different face but they have the same similarities to the last person that you were with right. so that's something that you have to pay you know pay attention to right Right. Yeah, I, I remember many years ago when I first uh, started to develop my intuition, I used to like play little games with myself to, to see how good my intuition was. Like um, when I was like going to a meeting at a, a building I'd never been at before and then I'd be walking down the block and I was like, OK, without looking at the numbers, is the building on the right side or the left side of the street? Uh, I think it's on this side. OK, so I go to that side and you know, it was there. And I, and I remember one time I came out of the subway. It was an area I wasn't familiar with. I was like, okay, I think it's on this side. It feels like it's on this side. And I'm walking down. And then like where, the block that I thought the building would be at was a big construction site. So I was like, oh, I was wrong. It's not on this side. It's on the other side. Go over to the other side. I don't see the, the address there. It turns out it was a block further down past the construction site. And it was on the original side of the street that I thought it was on. So doing little things like that, I think, yes. that, that are like not that important, like, you know, you're not betting on the stock market or anything, but just do little things to check, to develop your intuition and to see when is it correct, when is it not correct. Like taking little baby steps like that, I think, can give us a lot of confidence in our intuition by, by testing it out on just little things that don't make a big difference to us. Yes, for, for example, I agree with that. And so there was a time many years ago when I was working in the city and I had this sudden, it was four o'clock in the afternoon and I was walking home from work and I had this sudden, sudden urge for coffee. Now I don't drink coffee and the only, and, but the only time I like it is with coffee meat. Now it's very rare that you find coffee meat, right? <laughs> in the city, you know, you don't right. find coffee meat. But I'm walking down the street, and then I, um, to my left is a, is a Baskin Robbins and Dunkin' Donuts, and I know for a fact that they don't have it. Right. And then I hear, like, I keep being pulled to my right on the corners is a deli. Mm. And so, so I just said to myself, fine, okay, I'm going to go in. And sure enough, when I walk in, right on the shelf was coffee meat. So it was just the point of me allowing myself to follow that pull. I didn't buy the coffee, but it was just symbolic of the fact that as tiny as it is, it's taking you somewhere. Like you say, if, even if it's saying, okay, cross the street, you never know who you're going to meet, who you're going to run into. Everything is connected. So it's just those little things like that to just listen to those, to those little, um, 
whispers. Voices. Yeah. But whispers, little whispers, and just allow that. If you're feeling a pull, sometimes it's not even, you don't hear it, but you can have a sense of being uh, drawn to someplace or someone or something. It's for you to pay attention because that sharpens the tool of your intuition. Right, right. And sometimes it leads you to something unexpected. And, and maybe, like, at first blush, it seems like your intuition is off. But then later on, you find out that maybe because you got pulled in one direction, but you didn't find what you were looking for, but you avoided something or you bumped into something else that, that was not what you were expecting, but something totally different that ends up taking you in a very positive direction. So it's it, 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 sometimes we're a little too short sighted with our intuition and we need to take a little bit longer view. And that's right. not, you know, sometimes you get this, you know, sometimes it's happened where you get so excited over something. Oh, my God, this is it, you know, but that's necessarily your, your intuition. And there's a difference between intuition and fear. Some people base their intuition on fear, like because they're, because it's like a fear, but that doesn't mean that's actually their inner voice telling them that's a fear and learning how to distinguish what's really leading you on the path of your life to opposed to what's stopping you. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. Um, we just got a, a, a few minutes before break, but I, I do want to start talking about um, kind of this time and and what we're going through and the fact that this is the year 2020. And uh, mm -hmm. I, I, I mean, I, I just had a conversation yesterday with somebody who, uh, uh, you know, had said that, like, you know, who's also very much an intuitive who like, you know, 10 years ago, he was when everyone was expecting 2012 uh, to be the big, you know, tr year of transformation stuff. And he's like, No, I don't think it's gonna happen no. until 2020. And, I, and I've always said, uh, I heard it once, and I've been repeating it ever since then that 2020 is the year of perfect vision. So we're really getting to see things much more clearly. So I'm just wondering from sort of your perspective or spiritual perspective, we just in a minute or two, and then we'll go to break. Like, what is this all about? Why is this happening? Or, or what is it for us to learn from this? Well, um, it's a lot. 2020, yes, it's perfect vision, but it's also 2020, right, in hindsight. So it's looking mm. back to come forward. And in this time, it's about opening uh, to the collective energy, the higher vibration. So if you want to say it's, it's a spiritual war happening, it's the unconscious versus the conscious mind. Mm. And... It's a time. Of, it's a time of a great awakening, but it's also a time to come into truth, right? Mm -hmm. Everything that that has been uh, hidden is coming to light, especially with all these eclipses that we're having. There's another eclipse happening on July third, right. which is a lunar eclipse. So we we went from like a, the dark to light, then you go into the dark again. We're coming back into the light, so it's really about coming into the light vibrating, and and the, it's about the planet and everyone vibrating from a higher perspective a higher consciousness not not going into the lower vibration which is so easy to do right. and get pulled in so it's, it is a time really again to to go within yourself this is a great time to learn to study to to, to seek the truth that that's what this this moment in time is all about and to unplug like it's important to take the time to unplug from social media to clear your mind to be in stillness to just be to have to be in your own thought and to, to learn what that spiritual truth is, like to learn whatever it is, to uncover the truth about 
all aspects of life. Anything is possible. Right. And right. and being that we're in a murky retrograde, it's it's, it's looking back. Right. And and seeing like, okay, wait a minute, what have we already been through before? So again, it, it goes back to relationship, and even in the world, to not constantly repeat the same patterns of life. Hmm. This is a, this, we have to break the cycle what is happening in the world and within ourselves. And again, because consciousness, when it's collective consciousness, it's, it, it sometimes recycles itself. Why? Because if you're not learning, if you're not awakening, things have a, have a you know, propensity to repeat themselves. So now we have yeah. to break all these cycles. And that's what's happening. And I, and I know that it's going to come out into um, a beautiful place, but sometimes things have to explode in order to come into a new beginning yeah 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 yeah. sometimes you know you need to to, to have some chaos in order to create some new order okay we're going to yeah. take a quick break and when we come back i would like to talk about maybe we can give our audience some practices some things they can do to help them sure. be, be, because it is very easy to fall into these low vibrational frequencies where we're in fear we're worried about all kinds of things going on Let, let's talk a little bit about that and and give our audience some some things some practices they can do to you know, you know to get themselves out of that spiral when they find themselves in it okay yes all right, wonderful. Everybody, please stay tuned. You're listening to The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, and we'll be right back after this. Welcome back to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. We do this every Thursday, 12 noon to 1 p.m. Eastern Time. And today we're speaking with uh, Clairvoyant Minka uh, about sort of the, the spiritual side of things, developing your intuition and what we can do now. What does spirit have to say about where we are now? So Minka, in today's world with with the virus, with the protests, you know, with everything going on, with the economic situation, that's, I still think we, 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 it's going to take another six months to a year to really feel the full impact of the economic situation. Um, it's very easy to get, you know, d drawn into, you know, depression, sadness, anger. Uh, what are some things that people can do to help them to, uh, lift themselves out of it or to shift that way of being when they notice that, you know, they're being drawn into it? First, I think it's important that whatever you feel in a moment, you have to allow yourself to feel. Yeah. Because a lot of times people have, have people repress what they're feeling and then it just keeps building up, right? Right. So you have to allow yourself to express that. I'm not saying... Um, and, and anger sometimes, in a positive sense, helps you to propel yourself into taking action. So if you look at it in that way, I mean, the, the lower vibration of anger is rage, destruction, murder, etc. But when you allow yourself to, to look at anger, anger is, um, it's fire energy. It's, 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 you know, it's impulsive, but it also can propel you to make changes in your life. So, and also healing at that, like looking deeper, and then once you are in that in that feeling, in the emotion of it, 
with a clear mind, with logical thinking, you have to say, okay, well, why am I experiencing? What else is, what deeper else is going on? Am I feeling, am I feeling the, the senses of the world? Like what, if, where am I in, in all of this? And I think that it's important to center yourself. And writing is a great way to, to help you um, kind of express the energy, lighting a candle, meditating, like breathing, paying attention to your breathing, allowing yourself to just sit and breathe in and out, trying to clear your mind as much as possible. And also sometimes just watch something funny, read a book, you know, take your mind away from actually what is happening, to unplug from social media, to, to turn off your television, not watch the news, to really allow yourself to unplug, even if it's for a full day, even if you could do it for one hour or something like a hard time. But when you really allow yourself to unplug, you start to come more into the center of yourself and you're able to find balance within yourself and you're not, and you, you won't feel yourself feeling uh, like so fearful, so angry. You'll start to feel lighter in yourself because you're not plugging in as much. And that's really important, you know, to, to ground yourself to, to, that's why I say, okay, connect to nature. Some people live in apartment buildings, but just to take it in, whether you go for a walk and just allow yourself to, you know, feel the warmth of the sun on your face. It's just little, little things that you can, that you can do for yourself to unplug from what is happening so that you can find more clarity. And that's really important for yours. It's individual. It's not, you know, it's an individual thing that connects to the, to, to the collective. Right. Right. Yeah. Because lots of times um, we can be feeling stuff that we're just picking up from sort of the collective energies that are all around us. And, and like you said, we can feel rage, but it's not our rage. It's the rage of the people around us. Yes. And I agree 100 percent like anger. There's a lot of power behind anger. You know, mm -hmm. if you're depressed, then you're just down and stuck and there's no energy in, in depression so to speak but anger at least gets you out of the depression and it can get you yes. moving and can get you doing something because you, you you know we feel powerful when we feel angry right and so you use that energy to, to catapult you to, to the next place right and this so, is and the, one thing, the one thing is learning and again any emotion whether it's sadness depression you have to look within it and what is really happening and right now of course because because of the quarantine things that people are feeling stuck you're feeling powerless you're feeling you know there's a sense of hope hopelessness but it, but in the bigger picture it's t everything is temporary and it, this is this is something that is temporary that we are going to get through right know, this this is something that it, this is you have to look at it this is like a blip in the moment in the moment of time of, of something bigger this is not going to something that's going to last um forever and things are already changing businesses are, are opening Th right. things are happening and it's again it's just one moment in time so and not to be redundant but if you go for a walk you, you, to create movement you need to create movement for yourself right and then you come home or, or if you if you don't feel like going outside but it's important to just allow yourself to unravel so light a candle listen to listen to some really great music things that uplift you to really change the cycle of your energy because music is also very powerful in, in, in changing the, the inside, you know, the, the, yeah, absolutely. the DNA of, of your being, but it, it, certain music, um, there's a vibration to music. So anything that makes you feel good, 
those are the things that you should be looking towards now. And again, if, if you're feeling sad, it's not to ignore how you're feeling. It's to, to go inside and understand why you're feeling this way. Right, right. What, what's making you feel a certain way so that you can, and again, and again it has to, it's, it's a personal thing, right? So right. there's the collective and there's you. So you have to first understand you in order to understand the collective and understand what is happening and go from that moment instead of just running with the herd and, and just believing everything that's out there because there's so many untruths that's happening right now. Right. Yeah, and that's... You have to find that for yourself. Right. That's one, one of the big things right now is that there's so much difference of opinions and there's so much stuff out there that's contradictory that it's really hard to know what really is the truth if we keep looking external. But if we actually look inside and, and as you say, like create our own ritual to feel what's going on inside and what resonates with us, does something feel true to us internally or not, that if we allow ourselves to be our own compass, that we can actually have a lot more discernment about what's going on than just paying attention to you know, what's being said on the news since there are so many conflicting stories about things. Yes, and part of, part of the news, their job is to, is to cause confusion. They don't want you to know the truth. They want to keep you in a state of fear. Right. That's, that's part of their job. And, you know, my mom used to always say to me from when I, when I was little, like young, growing, you know, going out and going to school, and she would say, don't you want to watch the news? And I would say, no, because I don't ever have a happy story, <laughs> right? This is from when I'm little. And uh, so I never really watched the news. And then, you know, things happen every now and then, okay, you turn something on. But I, but I, I never was a person that sat down and watched the news. And then for me, for 9-11... That's when I turned on the news for the first time. Mm. And what I was witnessing, what they were saying, and I was in New York City, so what I, what I was witnessing, what I saw was not what they were, they weren't being honest on the news. Right. So at that moment, again, I said, I'm like, they're not even telling the truth. So from that moment on, I decided again not to watch the news because mm. information, there's an information warfare going on right now. So it's, it's like, let's, they want to keep, you know, keep the masses blinded by what really the truth is, and that's why I feel like it's important for people to use their intuition, to use their own discernment, to really understand what's going on underneath that. Because nowadays there is no real true sense of journalism. It's always yeah. like who gets the story first, what could be put out there first without finding facts, without being truthful. And it's very interesting. Um, I remember uh, seeing a clip of, I think it's The Morning Joe, and then there was another clip with Chris Cuomo, both of them basically saying that it's their job to tell people what to believe. Mm. And I found that really interesting. Wow. And, you know, that, that's a scary point is because people put so much faith into, into media, into right. the news, right. and then you're misinformed. So it's, especially in this time, it's really important, again, to unplug from that and really seek out your own, your own sense of, what is really happening in the world and not just go by what you're being told. Right. Right. Absolutely. And, and it's, and it's been proven like over and over again, usually it's years and years and decades afterwards, but how much stuff do we learn after the fact wasn't true? Exactly. You know, like the, the, the whole reason the U S got into the Vietnam war was from a false flag operation where supposedly we, we were attacked in, in, um, 
and I forget the name of the bay, but it turns out it wasn't, uh, we weren't attacked. And, and, and you know, there, there's so much stuff like that, that at the time yeah. it's all played up in the news, but then after the fact, and again, once it's deemed not a security threat by the government, which who gets to decide that, you know, decades later, then we get the real truth. And then by that time, nobody cares and we're not paying attention to it. So again- Right, but, there's, but, but if you look now, there's definitely truth being um, told. So there's a lot of information that you're not going to see on mainstream media, you're not going to see, and you're correct, there's a lot of false flags and they're happening right now before our eyes. Yeah. But again, it's to use discernment of, you know, everything that's happening too is to incite an emotion. Mm -hmm. So now the time, you know, where we have to try and be, um, you have to be an observer. You have to sit back and say, okay, what is, what is really happening here, right? Because it's easy, you know, even, even there's a saying that believe none of what you hear and only half of what you see, right? right. Because in today's world, in today's world also, what happens is that people are so quick to record things, but then they're not recording the whole event. They're, right. they're, what they're doing is editing out a small bit and that's what you're left to see. So what does it do? It elicits an emotion from you. It's meant to elicit, you know, an emotion from you. And then it comes out a few days later, a week later, and then things have to be redacted because it's how it was being shown. And this is really important because your, your eyes, even though you're seeing something, that doesn't necessarily mean you're seeing the truth of what is happening in the situation. And that's why it's so important to have that uh, sense of intuition, to allow yourself to go within and really understand what is happening. And, right. th and this is this is a this is not just happening in the United States. This is a global right. event. This is something that, you know, this, the, the, on the planet, uh, great change is happening. Even though right now what you're being shown is just all the all the bad things. Really, right. behind the scenes of that is really a movement of a great awakening happening when people are really awakening to the truths, as you said, to these false flags and to what is really going on in the world, and people are uniting because that's what's most important is that. You know, one of the things I, I did um, is like I, I symbolically said, okay, I'm going to offer you my hand. I want you to take my hand in symbolicness of unity, right? And then you take somebody else's hand and you ask them to unite in unity. And you continue this all the way around the world, we, you know, without stopping to connect each other because we are connected. You know, the connection is not broken. It's what we're being shown that things are broken, but really behind that, the truth of that is that people are more united than you think. Right, right, absolutely. People, there's much more commonality and much more, um, we have uh, feeling the same way around the globe. And I'm, I'm very fortunate to be connected through one of my business associations to people in, in Europe, in India, in the United States, all over the place. And it, it, it's people are really the same. There's, there's much more that we have in common than we have different. Okay, it's time yeah. for us to take our, our last break of the show. When we okay. come back, uh, um, since you're so tuned in and tapped in, I would love to get uh, what does spirit want us to know? So perhaps during the break, you can, you can uh, 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 meditate for a minute and, and just ask, what does spirit want us to know? What is the lesson in this for us? And, and where are we going from here? Okay. 
All right, wonderful. So everybody, please stay tuned. You're listening to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. We do this every Thursday, 12 noon to 1 p.m. Eastern Time, right here on talkradio.nyc and all over Facebook Live. And we will be right back after this. Welcome back to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. We've been speaking this hour with Minka, uh, an empath, a clairvoyant, and uh, and uh, uh, somebody, one of, one of those people I like to say are well-connected upstairs. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. So, so Minka, as I asked you before, um, what would spirit like our audience to know? Like, what's the lesson in all this? What are we... What what what's coming from out all of this? What's coming out of all this? I mean, we've talked about how it's like a raising of consciousness, but is there anything else? Any other messages that we should know? Well, yes, it is a raising conscious, but it's a, it's it's also um, the time to pay attention. It's it's a time to pay attention, right? Pay attention to your thoughts. Pay attention to your world. So, the quarantine served as a sense of really reconnecting to yourself. Because people are so disconnected. Today, people walking around, everything is about social media, being on your phone. It, you're so disconnected. And what happens is that you allow, you know, through, through all things of, of not really paying attention, all these other things are happening. So look, you could say, look what happened in government, how they take over and do all these things. Why? Because people are just walking in, like in their head in the, in the cloud, right? So it's, so it's the time to really become awakened and, and feel every breath in your body to really to the a bigger consciousness right so, so truth can be on um can be seen so so there's going to be a, a tremendous change that happens a lot of things are going to come to light there's going to be you're going to see a lot of things having to do with cures coming mm -hmm. out in the world for everything there's already cures there but they've been suppressed right so now this is a time where everything is going to to come out Right, it, it's going to be a time of great healing for the world. You know, in the next in the next two years, you're going to see even in the next eight months, there's going to be a lot of things that happen. A lot of times, like this too, is like a lot of children are being saved during this time. A lot mm. of uh, child trafficking, human trafficking is being stopped at this moment. So it's it's a time where the world needs to kind of almost stop for a moment, so that the planet, everything, could to cleanse itself. Right, this is a time of, of deep cleaning. Mm. You know, and Mother Earth clean, cleansing, and then coming back to a more spiritual world. That's kind of the lesson in all this, is to, to take the time and come into reflection. And what kind of world do you want to live in? The same energy, you have to put that energy with, into yourself, into the world. Mm. Mm. Simultaneously. You know, you, you can't wait for anyone else. You're like people, if you're going to sit back and just say, like, okay, let me just see what happens. You have to be a part of that energy. Where where do you want to be in the world? Where is your place in the world? So it first starts again within yourself, and then you're connecting that into the world, and that's the world that we're creating together. Right, right, yeah, and and it's really um, the, an opportunity for us in a way because people are hungry to hear people's voices, like your voice, to hear about you know 
people being unique, you know, I've been doing a lot of podcast training lately. And one of the things that I've been saying is that, you know, people are, are thirsting for authentic voices or thirsting for people to who will get out and like speak their truth. Even, even if you don't feel like you have uh, anything special about you, but just getting you putting yourself out there and being authentic, people will resonate with that and will help them to feel like they can allow themselves to be more authentic. Of course. And it starts, it starts, you know, sometimes it just starts, it, it starts with you. I lost my train of thought for a moment, but it's like buying a new pair of shoes, right? Sometimes they fit perfectly. They're really comfortable. So it's like, oh, these are really comfortable. Sometimes you buy a pair of shoes and they're like, oh, well, maybe I have to stretch them out a little bit, yeah. right? So there's an analogy of that where, where sometimes coming into a new, a new thought process is not, is not going to be comfortable, hmm. right? It, but right. It, it's allowing yourself to expand your thinking and, and, and gaining that, gaining an understanding. That, that's part of this process as well. It's, it's changing your mindset. Right. Because maybe the old ways that you were doing things are not, have not been working. Right. And I mean, so once you start to allow yourself to have, you know, whether it's little minute changes, all of that eventually becomes a, a bigger change. It's just, it's just allowing yourself to hear, to, to do that. Even if someone says, okay, you know what, I've always, I've always thought about, you know, teaching someone how to ride a bike. Well, that's fantastic. So allow yourself to, to go down that journey instead of talking yourself out of it. You have to be mindful of your thoughts. What are you thinking? You know, how do you think about yourself? How does that relate to you? And again, in today's world, people are afraid to use their voice because very quickly people get shot down now. You know, people rate them and, you know, you can't think that way. Everyone, everyone is allowed to think how they want to think. That's part of the process. Right, so old thought processes will fall away. New, new thought processes will come into being. You have to allow yourself to find that thought process for yourself without somebody telling you what you need to think here or anything else. You know, someone could guide you, but I'm also mindful of people when when they're constantly, when you're constantly seeking when you're seeking from someone else. Again, there's people out there that don't have your best intention at heart, and so they're, they it's like it becomes a cultish where you have to think this way, you have to do this. You have to believe this. That's not allowing someone to think for themselves, and that's really an important process where we're in today. Where, again, stepping out from from the mass mentality and allowing yourself to have your own thought process and to come up with your own sense of being, whatever may you know, where where that leads you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, on the Facebook Live, and we just have a, um, a couple of minutes left. William, loyal sure. listener, asks. Uh, do you foresee how business will be changing during this awakening, sort of globally and locally? Yep. How business will be changing? Yeah. Yes. It, there's a lot of restructuring that's going to happen, but I do feel like within the next six months, um, you, you're going to start to see a shift in the economy for the better, mm. and you're going to have moments where it's going to go up and up and down because right now, Again, we're in. There's so many planets that are retrograde, yeah. but it's it's re reassessing. So by September, you're going to see a lot more uh, changes happening. There are some businesses that are going to be relocating. There's businesses that are going to be coming back to the United States. Hmm. There's some businesses that are going to be closing. But overall, um, over the next year, I would say 
it's a fluctuation, but the economy is going to come back. Cool. Um, I have a question for you that, that not necessarily specific to the United States, but it's something that I see around the world in general, and then we have to end it after this. Um, the leadership in many countries, including our own, is, is not the most conscious leadership. Um, do you see a shift in that in, in the near term, or is that more of a, going to be a long-term shift in terms of the leadership around the world? No, the, the leadership around the world is going to change. It's, it's becoming more conscious, even though you can't see it. Right. So it is heading towards a more conscious leadership. Um, once a lot of stuff is cleared out, you're going to, you're going to see a lot, a lot more of that. So what's happening globally around the world is that there are people who are stepping down from their positions, people who are leaving. It's all more of um, uh, an intuitive concept. It's more about the people of the world as opposed to just an agenda. So that's, there's going to be a lot of stuff that, that happens. Yeah, yeah. In, in, so we, are, we, are, we are headed towards, towards that. And by 2022... There is going to be a, a much more beautiful consciousness that happens in this in in the world or, or globally, you know. So wonderful. I have faith. I have faith in humanity. I have faith in where we're heading, even if that's not 100% clear right now. But what is clear is that the, the you know like it, like I said earlier with this spiritual war, like the light, you know, dark versus light. The light is winning. And uh, we are heading into that into that new phase. All right, wonderful, Minka. Uh, we have to end it there. Um, just if people want to learn more about you, get in touch with you. Uh, where can they find you? Uh, my website is awakenthevoicewithin.com. I also have a Facebook page, Awaken the Voice Within, and then uh, also Instagram, which is Awaken the Voice Within, and on on uh, Twitter, which is at Awaken the Voice. Awesome. Wonderful. Well, Minka, thank you so much for taking the time out of your schedule to thank come on my so show. Much. It's great to have you back on. Thank uh, you so much. You're most welcome. You're most welcome. I hope one day we can, when when, when uh, things are open, we maybe get together for a cup of tea or something. Okay. Definitely. It will be. All right. Wonderful, Minka. I look forward to it. Keep in touch. Thank you, my loyal listeners, for tuning in. Uh, make sure to Come back next week, same time, 12 noon. I've got an amazing filmmaker coming on next week that you will not want to miss this show. So everybody, take care. We will talk to you next week. Ready for a career in behavioral health? Earn your online degree at Herzing University. Choose from health and human services, psychology, or social work programs. Gain the skills to work, coordinate, and manage nonprofits. Secure a bachelor's in psychology to study mental health or advance your social work career through our online master's of social work. Let us help you become a social change agent. Your future starts now at Herzing University. Text HEALTH to 85109. That's HEALTH to 85109. Or visit herzing.edu.